towers in the sky. One more strong. fucking time. Here we go. Conquer valleys and glens We build huge towers in the sky We're strong and we're bold Though it be hot or cold We'll fight everyone till we die There we go. This is it. Another fun, fun, fun-filled fucking episode of The Cranky Old Bastard with me, fun sidekick, comedy relief, fighting the technical advances of computers, which are being a pain in the ass tonight. So fuck all you people out there and welcome back. Your turn. Hello. First of all, you know, I want to start off that, and this will give you fuckers an indication as to which direction we're heading. Governments too often exhibit the most deplorable stupidity. However, government stupidity. The men who compromise. Are you going to let me fucking read the quote? No. I told you I've got this quote. I want to read it without being interrupted. You didn't tell me that. Let me read it. So you can do that now. I did. Okay. Fine. See, he's a dumb fucking American. Mr. Nobody is a dumb fucking American, okay? He forgets things. He couldn't even get the fucking thing to record at first. Anyways, governments too often exhibit the most deplorable stupidity. However enlightened may be the men who compose and constitute them are the people whose destinies they direct. It is therefore incumbent on every man and woman to take the proper steps to cause the revisions of all ex- existing statutes on the basis of the law of Thelema, this law being a law of liberty, the aim of the legislature must be to secure the amplest freedom for each individual in the state, eschewing the presumptuous assumption that any given positive deal is worthy to be obtained. This quote is from Aleister Crowley. So, let's first start off with the perfect way to end cyberbullying, because there's all these laws that are being proposed to end cyberbullying. I don't know, uh, nobody, have you heard much about uh, cyberbullying? Yeah, uh, I actually teach it when I uh, teach my social media courses, so I know all about the cyberbullying, and some of the laws are downright stupid. It's uh, A lot of them are common sense laws, unfortunately, because we've become stupid as a race. We need laws to tell us. So you no, teach, I how, teach to how to prevent it. How to find out people that are doing it and how to uh, deal with it. Well, here's the way. Okay, I'm waiting for you. Okay, I've got a surefire way to, if you're being a a victim of a cyber bully, I've got the best way to end it, okay? There's actually, it's got a three-prong approach. Turn the computer off. Pardon? (laughs) Well, well, thanks for fucking ruining it, numbnuts. I would, first of all, okay, you ignore the person, okay? Because if you reply to them, they're going to keep mm-hmm. going, okay? You block them. And if that doesn't work, unplug your fucking computer, okay? Because you're stu- too fucking stupid to yeah, be online There's anyways. multiple problems with that aspect, though, because even if you're not there and present, the cyberbullying will still continue. And uh, unfortunately... Uh, we live in an era where people believe what they see on a computer screen, and they don't bother going over to their neighbors to talk to them and find out what their neighbors actually have to say or actually, uh, you know, talk to humans. We'd rather talk to a computer screen. So there's the problem with just ignoring it and turning it off. You have to f- learn to deal with it in a uh, in such a manner that no- ignoring it and turning it off is not your option. Hmm. Sure it is. Either that, you got two options, ignore it, Block the person, 
If those two don't work, then you've got the other option. Ugh. Unplug your fucking computer. Okay? Don't go online. Don't go outside. You might, you know, get hit with a big yeah, yeah. piece of bird shit, and then the birds are bullying you. It works. It's the same as bullies at high in school, you know. If you're a victim of a bully at school, fuck, walk away. If they still keep yeah. bullying you, fuck, call them out on it. Hey, it works. You confront a bully in front of his friends so that he he's, ends up backing mm-hmm. down. He's lost all his fucking power over you. So, anyways. You know, yeah. I may be a cold-hearted motherfucker. Okay? I shoot I shoot straight. I tell you, tell things like they are. And I'm a cold-hearted motherfucker, you know? Because I don't have feelings for poor little Bobby that, you know, if you send this chain mail on to th- 10 people, Bobby's going to get better. Fuck Bobby. Don't send me chain mail. <laughs> you do it, I'm going to fucking fill your inbox with it. Anyways. I, this is cold even by my by my books and it's a conversation you and I had over the phone about a military spouse who was notified of death by a text message okay her husband was killed and she got a text message before she the army could Welcome send to the internet over to tell her with we regret to inform you oh fuck man it's called OPSEC folks operational security and if these dumb fucking soldiers can't keep their goddamn fucking mouth shut to their wives when they're talking to them, I mean, I know, you know, hey, honey, it's been a bad day. We lost so-and-so. Oh, well, I'm going to text so-and-so. You know, don't fucking say anything. You don't say we lost somebody because you're not the only person involved in that conversation, whether you want to think that you are or not. Okay? Just like we want to think that we're sure the only people involved in taping this. We're not. Okay? Fuck. We'll see what the stats say. But anyways, um, people are listening to this, whether it be after who listens while we're recording, while we're recording it. But I don't know. There, there could be people out there listening to you. Know we've said kill the president enough times, man. It might. Mm -hmm. But anyways, operational security, folks. And you soldiers better fucking learn this. You keep your goddamn mouth shut. Okay? You don't say that you lost anyone. And if these guys can't do that, if they can't keep their fucking mouths shut, go back to the old style of communication. Dear honey, had a bad day today. This has taken me a long time to write this letter, but because I can't keep my mouth shut, we're not allowed to talk on the computer anymore. That's how they can end all this bullshit yeah, about probably not. And I mean, this isn't the first one, unfortunately. But I mean, my heart goes out to this this woman, uh, Megan Bourne. She's twenty two. That she found out by text that her husband Joshua Bourne was shot and killed during riots on a U.S. base in Afghanistan. Now, this was before army officials could get to Olive Branch, Illinois, to give her the official notice. She'd already been told by text message, okay? And it was from somebody that she didn't really know that well, okay? So, I mean, what kind of cold-hearted motherfucker would send you a text? Knowing, I mean, obviously this woman that sent her the text knew what the military was like, 
knew that it takes time to get these messages approved and through things. And then other people fucking posted up on her face on Facebook saying, so sorry to hear about your husband. I mean, fuck. How how do you like if your wife got well, uh, a text message saying that you've been killed? Uh, but uh, the problem is, is you're dealing with the Internet and, you know, the Internet uh, has no <clears throat> feeling. And uh, you got to remember is that uh, a lot of these people that are dealing with this now are what's pretty close to digital natives. They expect everything to automatically transmit at the speed of a text message. So you're dealing you're dealing with that kind of idiocy, and to to you know get around it, you have to pretty much do what you just said. You know, tell uh, the military boys go back to writing letters and give them a you know period where they can talk to somebody via the internet only if uh, everything's been going good for a week, you know, who knows? Figure out something. Yeah, well, my my opinion is they go back to writing letters. You know, you want to see your family, wait till they send you pictures, okay? Too fucking bad. Mm -hmm. You guys abuse this privilege and, you know, we don't well, have to give you the internet. Okay, it's a privilege. But um, now the story, and we all the stories that we're going to be going over tonight are going to be up in the notes for tonight's broadcast. But the story goes on to say Megan is not the first to be slain by the doubly painful news of death delivered by technology. The army is investigating how this could have happened. Well, gee, fuck, how do you think it could have happened? Okay. Some guy opened his big mouth to his wife. Okay? Sex and like uh, they can scream all they want about sex. OPSEC. Again, folks, that's <laughs> OPSEC stands for Operational Security. Yeah, it's... Yeah. No, come on. Um, this is uh, fucking them at both ends. This is the military we're talking about, you know. Yeah, you are you are dealing you are dealing with you know mm. a modern era that they have to figure out how to properly handle these issues, or maybe just you know stop fighting stupid wars and everything else will get better. Uh, well, okay. Now, see, this is where I disagree with you on the stupid you did, war. You did okay? say Afghanistan, right? Anything. Okay, that yeah, can, a stupid war because on, just, uh, and poppy trade I want you to needs to go forward. And, then, and we need more heroin in the world. Yeah. That's Afghanistan. Okay. Uh, name one. Oh, but there are upsides to this stupid war. Well, Afghani women are finally getting go to go to school. They're finally being allowed to learn shit and learn how to read. You know, the basic things that we take for granted over here. But the Taliban has said no to for so long because, you know, much like our government, you know, the stupid populace is easily controlled. If women find out over there, you know, that in other countries, you know, they actually have rights and their husbands can't shoot them or murder them for being raped yeah. and bringing dishonor. Well, fuck, you know. God knows what's going to happen. A, that might be that might be brains that start thinking. So that that's not a that's not an upside. Eh? Okay, so that's the only one benefit out of this, and, and so that was the reason that Afghanistan was attacked, be, right? That is to free the women. Upside. 
Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Uh-huh. In the presses, that's what it, it's all about. <laughs> you know, bringing right, human rights and it's, that it's works twat. Well. <laughs> the war on terror. Uh, war against terror. Twat. Mm-hmm. That's why you never saw this that anagram, you know. They changed it once uh, they figured out what it spelled. The war against terror. Twat. Oh fuck, that's good. That's yeah, George well, W. Oh fuck, we can't call it. I that. just it's it's all seems it's all oh, it all seems there. pretty pointless Oof. and it's uh Quote. It's a waste of machinery so anyway. and money and manpower. I mean all that money wasted on the war, just think if that money was actually spent in North America to uh take care of the infrastructure here. Okay. <laughs> you know, True, and why yeah. I my my feelings are that you know, well, people all everyone deserves the, the basic rights. Basic the problem rights. is until you can take care of your own, so fuck, I must your be right. own I properly. Right. The UN going out to going out to save the world is really stupid, and North America doesn't even take care of its own properly. I mean, nope. And we won't uh, even get. We won't start talking about. Yeah, the, that's, uh, that's that's a whole other discussion. The whole to way the government takes care of its uh, military and its veterans yet. That's coming up. Don't worry. So yeah, we're, we're I do feel sorry for her. First, and, I know, just want to send my my condolences out. To that poor widow, okay? Um, so, Megan Bourne, you have our condolences, and we're sorry that you had to find out the way you did about your husband's passing. Okay, so our next topic. You remember a few years ago? Oh I think yeah, it was like four that years was ago, somewhere back in Canada. Great bus guy was on the bus. Yeah, killed another really guy, bizarre. decapitated him, started eating him. It was like they were filming a horror flick or something. Just didn't make any sense. That that, that belonged was on the other side of the border. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, and you know what? He um, declared not criminally responsible for the killing of Tim McLean on the Greyhound bus in 2008. That's when it happened, 2008. And the guy's name is Vince Lee. He's a fucking immigrant. Okay, became a a Canadian citizen. Now, I've got no problem against immigrants. Well, the chinks (laughs) and the niggers and the spicks and the Jews and the packies and the yada, 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 yada. Anyways... I hate everybody the same. Get over it. But this guy, okay, came to Canada figuring, ha, fuck, easy life. Um, went off his meds and beheaded a fucking guy on a bus. It's a great big fucking hunting knife. And now the doctor's treating the man who stabbed and beheaded passengers aboard the Greyhound bus mm. asking that he be allowed short periods of supervised outdoor times on the grounds of Manitoba Mental Health Facility uh-huh. where he's being held. They eventually want to get him released. 
because, you know, he understands that he's got to stay on his medications now. And he understands that what he did was wrong. And, you know, the doctor said, I would have him over to my house. I'd let him play with my children and my grandchildren. And you know what? You do that first. You have him over there for six weeks. But don't sit there and remind him every day. Take your meds, you know, put his meds there. And, mm-hmm. Okay, here you go. If they're there, if yeah. you want to take them. And because you know what happens. These guys get out on the fucking street and they figure, yeah. I'm free. I'm clear. I don't have to take my meds anymore. And they offend again. And this guy should never fucking see the light of day again. Okay? I mean, what he did was not only heinous mm-hmm. and grotesque, but I mean, I've seen a lot of shit in my life, but I would have hated to see that. Mm. Imagine some poor kid on the bus that's got to live with that every fucking day. Yeah. So, yeah, they want to get this fucker released. And, uh, Hmm. He wants to get him on 15-minute escorted walks on the grounds, okay, in Selkirk Mental Health Center. And that's going to be with a medical professional and a guard. Okay. Now, this guy, turn around. He had to hack it off. Human heads don't come off. Yes, folks, I'm not shitting you when when I say that he cut the head off someone. He stabbed the guy, and he cut his fucking head off. And he basically, he hacked it off. But he pleaded not guilty to charge of second-degree murder. Yeah. So, um, the guy's family, that the victim's family, want him held for the rest of his life. And I agree with him. Okay. If you're found not guilty by reason of mental defect, you know what? It's not... You don't go back into it. You don't go into the nut house until they say, okay, you're all better. You can go now. You go into the nut house for life. You're nuts. You're going to fucking stay there, okay? That's yeah. what you want to plead. Well, cool. I mean, I, you know, I can go out with my medical diagnosis from my shank. I can kill someone and not be held responsible for it. <laughs> yep. I, and trick, I mean... Just be careful of who you piss off out there, eh, people? Because you never know. You might be talking to the cranky old bastard. Trust me. I can kill you and get away with it. And it won't be fun. Well, not for you. Fun for me, not for you. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um... McLean's mother, the victim's mother, said... After the hearing, that her son should never be allowed out of the secure part of the facility. I agree with her. Um, I, as I said, this guy should fucker should never see the light of day ever again. Okay. Um, his family, his mother, says I struggled to get through the day without crying over the details of my son's death. That's, I mean. It's a fucking horrible way to die. His mom's got to sit there and remember that. And when this shit gets brought up, it's even worse, okay? I mean, I doubt his mother's ever going to listen to this program. But if she does, my fucking votes with you, honey. You know, we should put him in general prison and just label him a fucking goof. A a chomo. child, Child molester. Or sex... Sex... Uh, 
Label him as no, a sexual criminal. No, can't say that I have. I really don't Everybody care hates for, him. Uh, they want to kill him and for watching that head. kind of crap. Then he can find out what it's like to die. I'm sure it's interesting, but it's still crap. You ever watched any of those shows like Lock Up? Well, some of them are quite interesting. The guy up in uh, Alaska, you know. He pissed me off. He's sitting there talking, all calm and everything. And they, they said to him, so we understand that you killed your cellmate. And he goes, yep. Well, why? He goes, well, no, not, he didn't say that. He said he came here for murdering his mother. And, you know, he, he's sitting here bragging about it. I killed my mom. I'm going to get out in 20 years, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And, you know, I killed my mom, and he didn't show any regret over it. And he finally said to myself, fuck it. And then they said to him, guess what? You're going to meet your mom. So I choked him with the with the sheep off, the, off of his own bed. You never know what you're going to do some days. I said it as if it was just like something that every one of us would do every day, you know, just, oh, well, fuck okay. me. I'm just going to wrap the sheet around your neck and strangle the life out of you. All right. Okay, so another topic. There's a lawsuit in it going before the courts. And it's from a group of veterans and they're suing the federal government. Now, um, Global News had a exclusive report on some injured Canadian soldiers who, file, who are filing a class action lawsuit against the federal government over veterans services and benefits. Now, before we go any further, folks, you got to understand something. Veterans Affairs is above the law. They can, they basically write their own laws. Nobody has, can go against that law because they have the final say. People have tried it. I've tried it, okay? They, they are above the law. Any lawyer who's dealt with them will tell you they are above the fucking law, okay? Veterans Canada, above the fucking law. If people who are joining the military actually sit down and read that contract all the way through, not like the fucking promoters, the, the guys who are recruiting you say, oh, yeah, just sign here, sign here, and sign here. Fucking sit down and read that fucking contract before you sign because you're signing away your fucking life. I support our troops. Don't get me wrong. I fucking support our troops. But when you're given this contract and you go through it and basically you sign away any rights that you have, okay? You're you're giving them permission to con- conduct tests on you with different in- injections. Oh yeah. Oh well, this is just so that you don't get malaria. Okay, fine, you yeah. <laughs> So I don't get malaria. Oh, here, try this sunscreen. It's got the stuff called PABA in it. Oh, well, don't use that PABA stuff anymore because we just found out that it's a carcinogen. Okay? That went on with me. Anyways, that's just part of the shit that went on with me. So Harper's defending Ottawa's treatment of the disabled vets. Okay? Now, he, he stated that the Prime Minister never come comments on lawsuits or on matters before the court. But, he added, I will just say that our government has enhanced veterans' benefits 
to a level that we've never seen before in this country. Okay? Fine. Oh, shit. Ah, fuck. Now, Mr. Harper, I've got to bring up my docs again because Sometime in the next I year. clicked on the wrong part of it. But I've got a question for Stephen Harper. As soon as my docs load up, I'm going to ask him. And this is, of course, in our cranky old bastard notes. So it'll be up on the website when Mr. Nobody uploads it all. And well, better be sooner than that. So, Mr. Harper, the enhancement that you speak of, was it for the better, was it for the betterment of the soldier or the pocketbook of the federal government? The request is, Mr. Harper, if this new vet charter is so shit hot and good for those that defend the country in which we all live in, do me a favor, please switch benefits packages with me. Okay? Because the conservative government screwed me out of my pension. They're screwing a bunch of other guys who have served for their country and fought for their country out of their pensions. They're clawing back at pensions, okay? You contribute to what's hmm. called That's CISIP, nice. and then when you get out, if you get out before your 20 years, you can take all that money back. No, you're not allowed to have that con- those contributions back. You can only get 50% of them back. That's part of what our government's doing. So, I, I encourage you to please, please read this. Now, he, he promised the, the veterans a better deal. Okay? He says that a conservative, conservative government would enact a veteran's bill of rights and give them the upper hand in disputes with the government. Bullshit. Okay? You cannot give veterans the upper hand and still want to balance your budget unless you're going to cut things from other places. So instead of cutting from the veterans administration and veterans pensions and education. But then again, maybe you should just run for parliament. And all you got to do, do is be there six years and you get some fully projects. funded uh, Why don't pension. You know the, that, right? All the military, or sorry, all the members of parliament take a fucking oh, 10% pay cut. For the uh, national, because the provincial, it's only six, ter- six years. Our politicians are overpaid. Yeah. You have to serve. No, actually, it's eight years, two terms, two consecutive terms. That one's familiar. Oh. Yeah. So, now, the C-38. Have you heard about C-38? Mm-hmm. Bill C-38. It's a budget. You're a Green Party member? Yeah. But... What you don't know about the budget, and this is written by Elizabeth May, okay, mm. who is the MP for Saanich and Gulf Islands. Okay, she's the only member of the Green Party. Yep, that's what I just said. She's the only member. She's the only member elected, but for the Green Party, she's the leader of the Green Party. Now, I. Please, I encourage people to read this story that's going to be on, okay, on the the website, and it's called um, "Isn't the root word of conservative conserve?" Okay. Now, 
in this bill C-38, they've tacked on a few other little nifty things. Some of them recalling over 70 environmental laws. Now, these laws are going to make it, or pieces of legislation. Okay. Now, to repeal them, people are going to be able to start dumping toxic chemicals off the coast of Canada. And on the West Coast, I don't know how many people know this about the orca population, but you've got two types, three types of orcas. Okay. The two that we're mostly concerned with are the transients and the residents. There's another one that's called offshore like residents, <laughs> but they don't come in far enough for us to really deal with them. So the transient whales are the ones that eat mammals. They eat seals, they eat dolphins, they eat other whales, okay? They're the largest mm. member of the dolphin family, okay? Killer whale is a misnomer. Well... Okay, they're the ones that swim around, they eat the mammals. The resident orcas eat fish. They eat the salmon. When they, they'll eat salmon right off your fishing line, okay? But they eat, like, salmon. The, yeah. They'll eat cod. They'll eat fucking flounders and halibut. They only eat fish, okay? Now, the transient orcas and the resident orcas they, they treat each other like they're two different entities. They don't recognize mm-hmm. each other. They don't speak the same language. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's like taking someone from Africa and someone from Canada and putting them together for the first time that they've ever seen anyone different. Okay? They don't speak the same language. They don't even acknowledge one another. Now, our resident yeah. uh, orca, the resident orca population is at 90, nine zero orcas. Okay, that's three pods. That sounds like an average population of anything. Okay, we've only got three resident pods. And out of that 90 orcas, oh, shit. only one-third, so 30, 30 of these orcas for anything. are of breeding age. Okay. Well, now the oldest one is the matriarch of J-Pod. She's over 100 years old, and that's really fucking old for an orca. Now, do you remember uh, the resident uh, male for J-Pod? His name was Ruffles. Okay, he died two years ago at the age of 68 years. Which was a good long lifetime for an orca. Now, with only a third of these orcas being a breeding age and gestation being well over a year and the calves stay with the cows for about two years and then the mother's ready to breed again. Do you see our resident pods being able to make a comeback? No, they're governments governments and corporations are extremely short. They're right on the edge of being declared extinct. Yeah, that's because they got their corporations that are pushing them. And with all this dumping that this bill is going to let people do... Why else would they push something like that through unless they have the corporate sponsors that are saying, hey, we need this because we need cheaper ways to dump our crap. But here's the thing. The conservatives are pushing this through. Okay? They... 
Um, now, this launch, okay, most most of these bills that they want to hmm, get yeah, past, you know, was, they do a lot of fine. public addressing and, you know, they push it through <laughs> the public and they want to make sure everyone is right on board with this. Like, you know, the, yeah. the, uh, the job building that they did, you know, we're funneling money so that you guys can fix your roads they and make jobs. They needed people to think they right? were doing something good. Okay, so the Safe Streets and Communities Act, okay, that they did a huge fucking press release on this stuff, okay? Yes. Um, and they, another one, this, well, the Safe Streets and Communities Act, okay, was christened this, um, it's, Oh, hang on. For example, the omnibus crime bill, which was brought in mandatory minimum sentences and a plethora of moves decreed by every criminologist in bar society, was christened the Safer Streets and Communities Act. And Bill C-36, an act mm-hmm. of all of four paragraphs amending one subsection of the criminal code in relation to sentencing people convicted of assault, to allow well, taking into account the age of the victim, was given fabulously overblown title, Protect. Protecting Canada Seniors Act, okay? Yeah, like they protected that fucking poor bus driver we were talking about last time. This one has been so fucking hush hush. C38 has been so hush hush, okay? It's known as it's known as the omnibus budget bill. Um, it didn't get the fabulous title Jobs Growth and Long Term Prosperity Act. Um, oh, okay, sir. Mm-hmm. Sure, it sure it did get the fabulous title, the Jobs Growth and Long Term Prosperity Act. Yeah. Um, but there's no announcement, no press release for, for first reading. Okay. It, under the law, the conservatives can push it through readings so that it goes through faster, and that's because they want to get this thing through and backdate it. Okay. So that. Companies that were dumping toxic chemicals, can, they can turn around and go, oh, yeah. hey, wow, you know what? Yeah, we dumped these chemicals from this point on, but not before that point. And, you know, the ones that are being tried now and sentenced now, hmm. I mean, being made to pay fines, I mean, fuck. Uh, looks like BP's got their, their uh, hooks in our government already. So it'll be fast-tracked through the finance committee. To add an insult to injury, conservatives limited the number of days allowed for debate at the second reading of C-38. Government House Leader Peter Van, Van Loan puffed himself up to pronounce that this was a longer time for debate than other budget bills. So, Meanwhile, the opposition MPs are left to protest that no other budget bill in Canada, Canadian history has repealed, amended, or overhauled 70 existing pieces of legislation. I'm going to say that again so you fucking get the hint. 70, 7, 0 so it existing seems like our pieces government of legislation. Very nice so anybody that's United fucking States, listening so, to uh, this, I don't care what country you're in, all the, okay, uh, if shit that, you're that in the they, States, that they want to sneak right by to our Canadian the government tell them that you're pissed off the that they're going to be ruining by tacking on all this other shit. Environmental tourism. The budget if passes Canadian, shit passes. Right so. to your MP. Tell her you want. Very sneaky. Uh, Bill C-38 repealed, okay? Hmm. 
Um, then there's this orphan and unloved bastard. Okay, I'm going to read this paragraph. Some laws are the stuff of future conservative campaigning. campaigning. They are oversold and put in front window. Then there's the orphaned and unloved bastard child of Harper's legislative agenda. It is hidden. It is not to be placed in the front window, nor proclaimed as it should be. Vote for the conservative party. Tough on nature. Mm-hmm. The good news is that Stephen Harper knows that his base would ha- hate a lot of what's in C-38. That's why he's hiding it, in a way that hides in plain sight for anyone who's willing to dig deep and read the fine print. So, some of the... Uh, Things that it, it's going to affect. The Canadian Environmental Assessment Act ditched. Repealed and replaced with a completely new act. Environmental effects under the new CEAA will be limited to effects on fish, aquatic species, under the Species at Risk Act, migratory board, birds. A broader view of impacts is limited to federal lands, Aboriginal peoples, and changes to the environment directly linked or necessarily incidental to federal approval. Okay. Canadian Environment Assessment Agency seriously weakened. Okay. That's a CEAA that we were talking about. Basically, they're cutting jobs from this. So, the agency will have 45 days after receiving an application to decide if uh, if an assessment is required. Environmental assessments are no longer required for projects involving federal money. So when the government government gives BP money to drill off the shores of Vancouver Island, drill for oil, yeah, yeah, you don't have to do environmental assessment. We're giving you money, okay, and you're sucking our cock. Well, yeah, there is, but it's always uh, (laughs) yeah. Well, the government's always doing the cock sucking, not never getting their cock sucked. Well, once you see they start producing oil. Then it's going to be well. Yeah, now you, you got to you got to wonder about it's the politicians oil. when they spend more money to get elected than they will earn in their entire term back. All I know is there's a lot of cocks. Okay, going there's something wrong with that picture, right? And that's with most politician jobs. They spend more money than they will earn in the entire term the of their office to get elected. So, yep. Okay. Here's a couple more things you might want to consider, folks. Canada pulled out of the Kyoto. The Canadian Environmental Protection Act is undercut. The present one-year limit to permits for disposing waste at sea can now be renewed four times. Between five-year limit, time limit protecting species at risk from industrial harm will now be open-ended. Goodbye, orcas. Mm-hmm. The Kyoto Protect Protocol Implementation Act killed. Yeah, and that's part of this. This legislation, which requires government re- accountability and results reporting on climate change policies, is being repealed. Okay? They don't have to answer to anyone, folks. This is the government that you fucking elected. They don't want to have to answer to you. Okay? The Fisheries Act seriously weakened. Okay? There's already not enough people there to actually do anything with the Fisheries Act. 
So they're just going to weaken it even more. Navigational Water Protection Act, hampered. Energy Board Act, neutered. Species at Risk Act, hamstrung. Now, this is being amended to exempt the National Energy Board from having to impose conditions to protect the critical, critical habitat for, huh? on projects it, it approves. Also, companies won't have to renew permits on projects threatening critical habitat. Hmm. Parks Canada Agency Act trimmed, staff cut. Canadian Oil and Gas Operations Act made more industry friendly. Coast, Coasting Trade Act made more offshore drilling friendly. People thought we were joking. Uh, back up, back up for a second there. Nuclear, Did you yeah, nuclear hear what Safety you Control Act undetermined. We're reading there with Canada sees the taxes and everything are cut on the agricultural on the affected corporations, but the environmental the environment groups that are trying to protect have more taxes implemented on it. More tax on environmental groups funded. Water programs yeah, cut. That was great. Water survey <laughs> cut. Monitoring effluent cut. <laughs> These are just some of the things. Yep. Huh? Okay. More tax on environmental groups funded. Okay. <laughs> the chair, and this is what it says, and this is what she wrote, Elizabeth May. Well, this is how she words it. The charity sections now pre preclude gifts which may result in political activity. The $8 million new money to harass charities is unjustified. <laughs> they've spent $8 million okay, to harass charities. So this is shit you people need to, to know. Okay, It's something that, as I said, the root word of conservative is conserve. Why are they not fucking conserving. Why are they fucking us over? Folks, these are the people you elected, okay? If you didn't vote, then you don't have the right to fucking bitch. If you did vote, write to these fuckers. Tell them no. that you don't want this shit. Tell them you want to save our environment. Tell them you, you want to save endangered species. You want to have people to have the right to protest these cuts, okay? They're, they're making laws that are basically making it illegal to protest. Now, is it right to do damage during a protest? Exactly. No. Okay. Eventually, you and I have to pay for that. Whether it be in taxes or insurance, the store owners have to pay for it because now they have to pay higher insurance. They've got to pay for the stuff to be yep. – they've got deductibles. They've got to pay for the stuff to be fixed. Now they've paying higher insurance premiums, all because some fucker wants to – get physical and break stuff during a protest. You have the right to protest. I'm never going to deny people that. Okay? You have the right to protest. But you have the right to do a civil protest. That means no violence. That means no damage. Okay? You don't get violent. The cops don't have a reason to get violent. I'm not going to say that they won't. But if you don't get violent, they don't have a reason to get violent. If you protest with a a peaceful sit-in, they'll come, they'll pick you up, they'll carry you away. The cameras are going to be there, folks. They're going to be watching them. Big Brother's going to be watching the cops just as much as they're watching you, okay? Because so much shit has happened. So we need to get together and tell these fuckers up in Ottawa, enough is enough. 
So that I encourage everyone to read that article. Okay, it's called the Tai BC's home for news, culture, and solutions. Um, the website is the Tai.ca opinion slash. 2012 slash 05 slash 10 slash Bill C38. Okay. Just go to the tie.ca and search the tie for Bill C38. Okay. Next one. No, that's uh, Harper offers the veterans a better deal, which we've already uh, dealt with. So, now we've got, I borrowed this from the Canadian Veterans Advocacy website. Um, Soldiers give up their rights so they can risk their lives. Now, remember earlier I was saying that people need to read the fucking contract that they signed when they join up? Nobody. Hello? Hello? Mr. Nobody. Well, obviously he must have stepped away or something or can't figure out that I can't hear him. So, if you read the HuffingtonPost.ca, you can figure a few things out. He um, gives some interesting information out. Veterans often cite the irony that those who fight and defend freedom Can you hear me? experience it the least. Yeah, we've and been we recording the whole time. Okay. Speaking as a veteran, my, 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 my mic just cut down because we my, have uh, so batteries much in my headset, that we have uh, so many rules that we have to walk that fine line between. Now, hmm. take the case of Corporal Steve Stoats. Is that you? Nobody? Are we still recording? Nobody. Nobody? Are we still recording? Yeah. Okay, good. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're talking about Corporal Steve Stoats. Okay. He spoke out about national defense plan cuts to military health care, which you should all do. Okay. The, the members of our armed forces gave are giving up their rights for you, and they're risking their lives for our country. So, Steve Stoltz spoke out about the defense plan to cut military mm-hmm. care. Okay? They cut, plan to cut 25 jobs from a special unit that deals with post-traumatic stress disorder <clears throat> and soldier su- suicide. Okay? Two of the things that they should be spending more time and more money dealing with, they're not. The good corporal is justifiably worried about the impact those cuts will have. He, is, he fears his fellow soldiers will be left without the mental health support that they need. They will. It's happened already. There's been a few different times when, well, there was three suicides up in uh, Petawawa that were just swept under the rugs. Okay? And then they turn around and say, well, these guys who committed suicide, they were either they had alcohol and substance abuse. No. If they were getting the help that they needed, they wouldn't have the fucking alcohol and substance abuse. Take it from someone who's fucking been there. No military so, does. 
Corporal Steve Stotes. Back to him. Okay. It being a member, <clears throat> excuse me, of the Canadian Forces, you don't have the same rights, the charter rights, as the rest of everybody else. That's okay. You give up those rights when you enlist. They do not have the freedom of an, of opinion and expression. Both the National Defense Act, Section 129, and the Queen's Regulations and Orders, Section 103.60, prohibit members from criticizing the Department of National Defense or the Government of Canada. It's considered a conduct to, to the prejudice of good order and discipline. Okay, let's talk about Section 129. It used to be Section 119. They revamped it. And, excuse me, section 129, it's a catch-all, okay? If they think that you didn't shave, they can charge you with section 129. If you go out and you get a sunburn, that's a self-inflicted wound, section 129, okay? If you've got lint on your brain, section 129. If you said, oh, shit, and mm-hmm. somebody heard it and didn't like it. Section 129, okay? This is a catch-all. If they can't find a section under the National Defense Act to use to charge you with, they will use Section 129. And, okay, it, the way it's written here, it's considered conduct to the prejudice of good order and discipline. Mm-hmm. That means an act against the You're damned good if order. you do, damned if you don't. And discipline, okay? <laughs> they can also change it to negligence of an act. So if you do something that's, again, not what they like, they can nail you with it. If you don't do something that they wanted you to do, they can nail you with it. So here we go. This guy can get nailed with anything, okay? Now, um, pretty much. So, in most cases, such a law makes sense for the military. It's used to suppress mutiny and rebellion. As citizens, we don't want our troops even discussing discussing such things. If a soldier does start to speak out against its commanders or against our government, we need to be able to take a it's swift a and decisive action uh, against the person. The One thing that is required of a soldier, above all else, is loyalty, unquestioning loyalty, absolute loyalty. Wrong! Okay? You are supposed to be loyal. But you were told if you're given mm-hmm. an order to do something and you have doubts about that order, someone says to you, call in an artillery strike on that village. There is. Yep. There is. But, okay, someone says, call, right now call in an artillery strike on that village. And you know that that village is full of women, children, and orphans, okay, right? And you know that there's no one else there. You have the obligation to question that order and make it known that you question that order. Okay? And then, you know, they they can try and nail you with uh, disobeying a direct command. But once it's known... And it's documented mm-hmm. that you question that order, mm-hmm. your assets are in clear, you've done your obligation. Okay? This is where Section 129 comes in. Because 
you have this obligation to question things that you believe are morally wrong. And that is the norms morals. Not, just not your morals, okay? That's what your average person, the norm, would find immoral. So section 129, they can nail you for that, okay? Mm-hmm. And if they don't do it, well, then section 129, you should have done it, okay? But this guy is speaking out, okay? And he's speaking out because the idea of soldiers killing themselves because the they the because the books need to be balanced for fuck's sakes, okay? You know, you got to balance the books so soldiers are going to suffer. Guys are committing suicide or turning to drugs and alcohol. When I was in, anybody who got involved with drugs was immediately kicked out. Actually, they were sent on the coffee course. Okay, that's what we we called it the coffee course. They were sent on this course, okay? They came back and they were still a problem. They got the boot, okay? But if you were on serious drugs like cocaine and meth and heroin, you got the boot. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they, they accept these people, but and they, but they're not treating them properly, okay? They, they give them a slap on the wrist and tell them, don't do it again or we'll whack your pee-pee. So, I mean, guys are, if they're not becoming suicidal, they're turning to drugs and alcohol. They're losing their lives, okay? They might physically be alive, but they've lost their livelihood. They've lost their lives. They've lost their families. And this is what we need to address people. We need to make sure that this stuff doesn't go on. What you people don't realize, most of you people don't realize, oh, gratify with what I said, most of you people don't realize is when they talk defense spending, defense spending covers not just buying new guns, new planes, new bombs, new ways of killing people, but it covers pensions. It covers dealing with these guys who've come back from this shit. It covers medical treatments. It covers psychiatrists. Told them. Didn't ask them. Told them to do it. Fun. Get it straight. We didn't say please go do it. I said go get your ass over there and go do something stupid for us. Well, fuck, you know what? This is going to help these guys who coming back and need this help. That's better. Okay? You can argue all you want whether they should have been there in the first place or not. The fucking story is they were there. Like it or not, they were fucking there. They went, they did the job that we've asked them to do. As a country, we've asked these people to do it. Hmm. Bullshit. Okay, sorry. Yes. And most of those are military, I bet, or ex-military. True. True. Yeah, okay. We told them to do it. Which makes us even more liable to them. We should be, we should be fucking scratching their ball sacks. You know, we should be going up and saying, look, what do you guys need? How can I help? Okay. Do you know that since the Afghan war started, the, our homeless population has risen by 10%? Most of them are vets. Yep. Most of these guys are vets. There is a charity out there that I'm going to be getting more and more involved with. It's called Pennies for Veterans. And this is to help homeless veterans. So if you see... No matter where you are, if you see the pennies for veterans, please, fuck, even if it's 
three pennies. Throw it in there. That's three oh, pennies yeah, more than these guys have. Nothing's changed. Okay, so enough of that. Really? Now that must have, that must have been a very short-lived period in history from the Ottawa Sun. And they I didn't, they didn't do it after it. World War the, One. The links can be on the notes. It's about soldiers fighting post-war was, wars. You know what? But that was only during that said, that's a short-lived period years, of history. And nothing's changed. Okay? No, they used to look after the vets when they got home. They, they call it shell shock. At, after World War II and during the Korean conflict, after World War II and during the Korean conflict, they looked after the troops. Yeah. Now, I don't care what nationality you are. We have VA hospitals here in Canada. The biggest one is Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto. Okay? I don't care where you are, especially down in the States, you know. Our, our American listeners, they've got a VA hospital close to them. Okay? Go in and watch, look at how these guys live. Okay? Look at the support your government is giving these people. Yeah. Okay? And I don't care what country you're from. Look at the support that your government is giving these people, these people who've done the job that not many of you want to fucking do. Okay. And look at how they're treated when they come home. If they're, if they've lost their legs, if they lost an arm, okay, they're stuck in a hospital. Uh, the U S they're put in a VA hospital and they're told, well, you're going to stay here for the rest of your life. Cause you know, you got mental problems and we can't have you going out on the street shooting people. So, this is something that, it, it needs to change. We need to support our troops. We need to deal with the post-traumatic stress disorders. They, the Canadian government has taken the definition of post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. Bucks. Okay. Actually, they've t- taken the criteria <laughs> for post-traumatic stress disorder. It's all about money. And so. To be higher than if you were on the city street. Yeah, there you okay. go. What they've done is, if you're on if you're on city street and you've got post traumatic stress disorder, that's fine. But if you were to go into the military and have the same situation happen to you, it's now called operational stress injury. And do you know what the difference is? No. Nope. Well, sort of. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, post-traumatic stress disorder is pensionable. Operational stress injury is not. Okay. For those of you who are veterans or spouses of veterans, my hat goes off to you. Okay, you, especially those of us, you know, that wake up with with nightmares mm-hmm. and so haunted by horrors and are being left high and dry. Um, the, that you know, knowing that we're we're not going to be looked after, and nothing we can say or do is really going to help. I mean, people listening to this, nobody. How many of you think are really actually going to give a fuck to write a letter saying to our government, "You need to 
You need to change. I'll, I'll be fucking happy if I get one of them. And if one of them does, you know, I would like, if you're going to email it, send me a copy of it, okay? Cranky at the crankyoldbastard.com, okay? Yeah. This is something that is very dear to my heart, okay? I encourage everyone to read this story. Um, up at Sippy Petawawa, okay, the population is 14,000. 5,400 of them are military. There's no base addiction well to not believe. And that. the psychologist there is leaving. One psychiatrist is on maternity leave, and the other. And they've obviously never time. done any work on the front lines themselves. Okay, now most of the troops up at CFB Petawawa are combat troops. Okay, you've got infantry, you've got artillery, you've got the Armored Corps. Okay. The medical doctors up there don't believe PTSD exists. That's post-traumatic stress disorder for those of you who are unwashed. Oh, yeah. Damn right. There are as many six or so soldiers are being... Oh, fuck. No. Half of them. Like, half of them don't know how to fucking deal with it. Okay. There's a satellite mental health clinic on Smith Road in Ottawa or Smythe Road, I don't know, which will close July 1st. There's 60 soldiers are, that are being treated there. Yeah. The, the clinic psychologist oh, yeah. is going to commute to Petawawa, but the visits will be infrequent. There appears that, that soldiers still suffering from post-traumatic stress are being sent back overseas without any treatment, without being talked to in the least. These are the guys that when you keep Pushing them, something's gonna fucking break. Something's gonna snap. A nice Gurkha. And then it's the federal government who's gonna be held responsible. A nice Gurkha. Not the guy, not the military. The federal yeah, fucking government well, because they know made that the fucking uh, budget cuts. Government okay? uh, cuts everything they can and uh, rather have the uh, military uh, die my, off. My girlfriend can tell you, I sleep and, with uh, a knife beside, either and, beside uh, my bed or underneath the mattress. And, and it's uh, just not a, it, not you know, just small knife, it's a big fucking Gurkha Kirkham. Uh, okay. It's a big fucking knife. It's designed that I can slice your throat in one quick movement. It's designed so that when I throw it, the tip's going to bury itself in your fucking chest. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not the paperwork, it's the money. Paperwork's irrelevant to the money. Well, do you know what the guys are being told? They're being told, man up. Don't be a pussy. Man up. You, well, you yeah. see your friend's body shredded Probably more than by a bomb. Man up. You see the guy laying beside Probably you more in the trench. That, that are, uh, get that a bullet through his fucking skull. Man up. Okay? Fuck, yeah. To treat you, it's going to make me write a fucking reams of paperwork. Man up. In April, in one week at CFB Petawawa, there were three suicides that got swept under the table that weren't fucking reported to the press. Mm -hmm. 
training accident. Yeah. But yeah, I, I encourage people to read this. Okay? From the Ottawa Sun, Soldiers Fighting Post-War Horrors. It tells you what the fuck the soldiers go through. Dead bodies, usually not in one piece. On your third day there, you're cleaning up bodies of your friends. Picking up pieces of what used to be them. And nobody wants to help you. No one wants to accept the fact that this shit fucks you up. I mean... And then... You, you come home and you're thinking to yourself, fuck, I'm so happy to be home, but oh, fuck, man, I made it. And so and so dead. Fuck, why did I make it? Why didn't they? What the fuck's wrong? I should It should have been me. I should have been the one that died there. And <laughs> you want to talk about how it's going to affect you, okay? I mean, just it doesn't just fuck with you're, you mentally, okay, Ooh. you, okay, there's the loss of it, of emotional t- attachment, okay, but mm-hmm. you, you get the I don't give a fuck syndrome, you, you don't shower, you don't bathe, you don't shave, you gain weight, okay, yeah. and then there's shit like, oh, fuck, I need sex, I don't need sex. You lose, you lose a sex drive, your sex drive. Now, you've known me for 14 fucking years. Does this sound at all familiar? Or you go the opposite way, you know. You, your sex drive changes and you become a sexual deviant. So, this is, like, I can't express how much oh, yeah. I would like people to read this one. Yeah, okay, it's and it, it's on the notes. Now, the next next one that we're going to do. This is yeah. fucking sick. Okay, and that's all I can say about it. It's fucking sick. This took place in Morocco, a small northern town in Morocco. Yeah, a sixteen-year-old child. She's committed suicide you're, by ingesting rat mixing, poison. Mixing different things up again, but uh, she'd been raped a year before and was forced by her family Mo- and the courts, Muslim in the name of honor, to mar- the marry the fucker who raped backwards her. Backwards law I have ever seen in existence. The so-called Prophet years old, Muhammad must and she's have been forced in the name of honor to write so, all this shit. Now let's go back to the first story that we talked about. No, I'm not going to keep about talking. troops being in there we're, to get, get women rights, the right to go to school, the right not to die in the name of family honor. So yeah, anyway, it's uh, you're talking about dealing with Muslim law. You have to change oh, an entire. It's, not, it's a Muslim country. Process. Well, keep talking. I'll be back in a sec.
for pulling using a horse to pull a car out of a ditch. What, what the hell is wrong with that? Was it a working horse? Yeah, and the only way that they're going to do that is by having people there oh, building okay. schools and defending girls' rights and women's rights to go to these schools oh. and women's rights to get medical attention. They're, but we're running close on time, so let's skip ahead to the next they, one. They weren't, they weren't working horses. These right? fuckers are veterinarians. Okay. Okay? Sick a little fucking side, vets. Yeah. Former BC veterinarian who used to used to they, they, they should use a horse to pull his car out of a ditch has been sentenced to 24 months of probation. Yeah. Yep. Well, considering the horses were mal- malnourished, one of them had to be put down. The other one died trying to pull the the car out. You're using a single malnourished horse to pull Ooh, a car oh, yeah. out of like a six foot dash ditch. No. It is. It, and these people are vets. They know better. Yeah. Well they, they shouldn't be allowed to practice veterinary medicine anymore. Okay. I got a question for our American listeners. Okay. I want to ask you, is this the sort of person you want as your president? Okay. We're talking about That's right. Mitt. Who, first of all, who the name is your fucking kid Mitt? Mitt Romney. In high school, he held down, him and his friends held down a homosexual boy in the school and cut his hair off and put, called names and tortured this poor bat. Now, I encourage everyone to listen to the uh, the video that's on there. Listen to what he has to say. Today, you know, he would be charged with assault at the very least, and it would have been a hate crime because it was against a homosexual. Okay, he fucking laughs as he discusses this. Okay, it's like, ha, ha, yeah, I did it. <laughs> Aren't I just so fucking great? Okay. So, that's from the Washington Post. The link's up on the, the notes. Read the fucking story, okay? We're, we're going to move along because we're running yes. short on time. Now, this bitch on the next story is one sick fucking cunt, okay? It says one sick fucking bitch. She's a sick fucking cunt. I haven't watched the video because they, well... She, they've taken the video down now. But this cunt is throwing puppies into a river. Okay. Oh, no, the video's still there. There's the video. And she's throwing six helpless puppies one. into the, the river. Let's learn how to use a gun um, and shoot myself. And so, my you know, in fact, this, this, they need to find that bitch and tie a fucking brick around her neck and throw her into the river. I wanted to go on more about that camp, but no. Okay, now, we're into our section of dumb, of DFA, dumb fuck Americans, okay? <laughs> you know the guy's never going to hear the end of this from his wife. Virginia man accidentally shoots wife and self in a gun safety class. If this guy is not a dumb fucking American, I've never met one. <laughs> it passed through his hand. What if I can shoot through my hand and no, hit her? Renoke, a Renoki. 
Seeing as no one in the States can pronounce Suk, they all say it's Suki. We're going to say it's Renoki, Virginia. A Renoki, Virginia man and his wife were recovering after he accidentally shot himself and her during the firearm safety class. Bullshit! He shot himself and shot her. He figures if I shoot myself, it's going to look like a fucking accident. The Bedford County Sheriff's Office tells media outlets that Michael L. Deal shot himself in the hand with a forty-five caliber handgun. But the bullet also struck his wife, Michelle, in the leg, and she was sitting beside him. Okay, I wonder if I can hit her federal artery. Woof! <laughs> the incident occurred Saturday during a firearm safety class at a, as a re, at a residence. The instructor, Thomas Stark, told police he'd left the room and then heard a shot. Okay, there's dumb fucking American number one. Dumb fuck American number two. <laughs> New York man shoots friend in leg at his request. Okay, now if you when you read in the notes, you're gonna look for. It says. Good thing he doesn't know what it. Do, Stupid. Uh, good thing he doesn't <laughs> want to know what it's like being hit by a Mack truck. Okay, mm, something like that. Probably. Okay. Stockholm, New York. Authorities say a northern New York man had his friend shoot him in the leg with a rifle because he wanted to know what it felt feels like to be shot. State police in, New, in St. Lawrence County say the shooting occurred around 5 p.m. Sunday in the rural town of Stockholm when a 25-year-old Sean Masao of neighboring Norfolk relented to his friend's repeated request and shot him once in the right leg with a 22 It didn't go through rifle. the hand. It actually went through the 24-year-old man from Norfolk is is expected to make a full recovery. Police haven't released his name. Yeah, well, you know. But, you know what? The, the, the guy who shot him is going to get charged. You know that. Fuck. Hey, man, do me a favor. I want, want, want you to shoot me. I want you to shoot me in the leg because I want to know what it feels like to be shot. And then what I want you to do is I want you to get, like, the, the poker thing from the fireplace. I want you to get it red hot and stick it on in there twist it about and then you know then I want you to drive a nail through my hand because I, I want to know what Christ felt like when he was up on the cross so just drive that nail right through my hand <laughs> through the wrist yes I know okay so then we've got do 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 so yeah we've got the uh Wanted to know what it's like to be hit by Mac Chuck. <laughs> and uh story from South, Southeast Alaska. Okay. <laughs> A tourist advised that there were bears running loose on the Chilkoot River Bridge. Caller. Hi, I'm visiting from brackets out of state. And we drove towards Chilkoot. And when we went over the bridge... I just want to report that there are some bears here running around loose. Dispatcher, welcome to Haynes. Caller, oh, is that normal? Dis dispatch, that's where they live. Now, if you're threatening anybody or you don't feel safe, please feel feel free to call back. Otherwise, just enjoy the wildlife. Hi, um, we got bears running outside, and it's like in the wilderness, and well, they're on the bridge, and well, I don't know what to do. Okay, dumb fucking Americans, okay? <laughs> and here's your last dumb fucking American. Well, actually, yeah. no, it's not your last dumb fucking American. This is on a YouTube video. 
And these people were fucking whacking off with foam swords. It's a university group, and I guess I guess they're like the SCA, you know. But these are just like wankers with foam swords. And uh, apparently it's a yearly event with epic foam sword fight. And the video goes on. Buddy steps out on the road and gets gets fucking creamed by a bus. Now, he's not killed, but it's great watching him get creamed. <laughs> and you, what really worries me is that he's a university student. You just know that's the future of your your future government there, okay? So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, here's the ultimate in the dumb fucking Americans, okay? Shooting your wife, shooting yourself and your wife is one thing. Having your friend shoot you, another thing. Calling about bears out in the wild, okay, you're getting a little stupid. <laughs> fucking getting hit by a bus. But this one, uh, Texas reporter was fired from yeah, a job. Yeah, they fired her because of the shipping. high society. Too many of the high society members She's, didn't want didn't to be known that they were seen with her. And she re- moonlighted as a stripper. She's suing her former employer for alleged gender discrimination. Now, they don't show a picture of her, unfortunately. Um, but Sarah Chesler, 30, was exposed to her as a stripper when a rival <laughs> newspaper ran a story in March about her secret part-time job, CNN reports. So... She uh, yeah. covered high society stories at the Houston Chronicle in Texas, and she soon that's a, that's a hell of a hard on to deal with, man. Gender <laughs> discrimination because most strippers are women. Okay, now our last article for tonight. Okay, this guy really and it. it, it, it Comes under the heading of stupid fucking lawsuits. This guy should just shut Ooh. the fuck up and go into porn. Because he's suing BMW after his motorcycle ride gave him a 20-month erection. Say it again. 20-month erection. It, okay. California man Henry Wolf, a dumb fucking American... It said that his four-hour trip on his BMW bike with a ridge-like seat gave him persistent, lasting erection and is now suing the motoring manufacturer and seat maker Corbin Pacific. There have been concerns in the past that narrow, banana-like seats could cause loss of feeling in the genitals of both men and women, but this ride seems to have caused the exact opposite effect. In the Wolf vs. BMW lawsuit, it is claimed that the motorcyclist went for a ride on September 2010, and since then has suffered from a long-lasting erection that simply will not subside. This well established oh, yeah. that fact that if an erection lasts longer than four hours, medical treatment should be sought. The lawsuit for emotional distress reads that Wolf is now unable to engage in sexual activity, which is causing causing him substantial well, emotional know. and mental anguish. He could, he could also He's deal with BMW this and Corbin Pacific for lost wages, medical expenses, emotional distress, and general damage. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, <laughs> there's one way. Okay, to deal with look, it. I'm going to show you the evidence. <laughs> all right. Oh my God, get that thing away from me! I probably could have put more here tonight, but I just wasn't paying that much attention I mean, okay, to it. Okay, sorry, but that is a dumb fucking lawsuit. Okay. 
You get off the bike, you gotta fucking All right, well, on. we're out of here. And especially with the BMW bike, you go into a local bar, you get some chick, you take her out for a ride, and then you, you nail her and your hard-on's gone. You don't wait for fucking months. Here we go. Whoa. Two, yep. three. I'm a farm animal fucker, livestock spelunker. I grab my cattle by the ears, and when that... you're so happy to be able to have a chance to play one of those sound effects, aren't you? All right, so that's it. That's it for tonight. So. I recommend everyone, remember, Bill C-38, write your government, tell them to trash Bill C-38 to support our troops, okay? Give them the, the medical treatment that they need and the support at home that they need. All right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.